0: I picked this one out just for you. It's very apropos to what's going on.
1: Okay. Oh, nice.
0: Apple cores. Freshly picked from the garbage of the rich. Apple cores. Apple cores. Rats. Rats. Nice, dead rats for sale. Perfect for rat stew, rat soup, rat pie, and the ever popular rat Nothing,
1: nothing.
0: I got absolutely nothing
1: to say. From Fargo, North Dakota, the home of Star Fireworks, this is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Starr and Ron. This very special Pyro Podcast is all about the people and the passion of fireworks, and is sponsored by Star Fireworks in Fargo, North Dakota. And now here's Johnny Star and Ron the Banker. In the word, Brian. What is this job all about? Fire.
0: I figure maybe we send clay or oscar out there with a cart nothing for sale nothing for sale we yes. have
1: nothing i i like that <laughs> i like the way nothing i have nothing Absol- yes absolutely nothing for sale yes it's a uh rotten shame here but um you know what i mean i have to say that we're a lot better off than uh, a lot of other companies i've seen and talked to we're still uh shipping out wholesale
0: well you've got a container uh, in today and today's a con- Saturday. Yeah,
1: I got a container in today. <laughs> the hopefully 26th. we'll have one, hopefully we'll have one tomorrow. Right. But uh you know, the showroom looks fantastic. The store is great. People are happy, they're shopping. Uh we got lots of merchandise here, but you know, the back room is very scarce. That's the problem. It, it, <coughs> yeah,
0: the back room is very scarce. We can I'll turn the camera around later to show this. Yeah. If this ends up on uh, on YouTube. But uh yeah. yeah, we're we're in an empty warehouse it might sound a little different because we're you you took up overall the office space you're, you're collecting more office people but you have less inventory
1: yeah i know that's what we <laughs> have we have all kinds of payroll no inventory i don't understand it. and they're all saying how hard they work and i keep getting mad at them because i'm like believe me you're not working that hard because we're not as busy we have nothing to sell so but oh, I, I don't know i don't they're, know they're, yeah, i don't know what's going on. yeah but so and well
0: you know what before we get into that though because we because you know the uh, you know, everyone's back to full capacity now, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty much with the COVID is gone. So I figured you needed some new slogans,
1: um, you know,
0: to welcome everyone back. Oh, gotcha. You, you. Want, you yeah. want to hear some of them?
1: Yeah, I want to hear some of them. All right. Ready? Yes.
0: I got like seven of them. Okay. Come to Star Fireworks. That stimulus money isn't going to spend itself. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> like it. Yeah. All right. All right. Star Fireworks. Home of the Great Racks. And the fireworks are good, too. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to admit, though, I got the idea for this from Bill Maher. So oh, if, okay. If, yeah. uh, Star fireworks. We invented loss of taste. Yes, we invented there, that loss of taste. <laughs> Come to Star fireworks. Now that you're immune, try the girandolas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just can't get any dumber. <laughs> okay. Come on. What, <clears throat> what happens at Star fireworks stays at Star fireworks? Unlike Wuhan?
1: Unlike what? Oh, yeah, Wuhan, Unlike yes. Wuhan. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have to apologize for that cough. Uh, star fireworks, where we do the thing that other pyros thinks is gross. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 well, that's true. i give there you, you that one, yes. All right, here, you'll like this one. Star fireworks, where you can feel bad for Ron the banker in person.
1: Yes, we do feel sorry for you. There you, you. go. <laughs> See, yes. exactly. So I, you like those slogans? We feel sorry for everyone who gets a, a steady paycheck. <laughs> oh.
0: That's not nice. We don't get one.
1: We don't get one here, but that's okay. We'll get it next year, as they always tell me. Next year will be another year. Next year. Well,
0: and you were talking about your predictions for next year. Do you want to go into that here? Sure.
1: We could do that.
0: Um, What do you think is going to happen in the fireworks industry in 2022?
1: Well, um, my prediction is that we will have a glut of fireworks on the market. We're gonna have less buyers because it is a Monday, Fourth of July, which is not the worst day, but it's certainly not the best day. Right. But I really think the inflation by that time will have taken a toll. Interest rates will be going up, and people, and eventually the stimulus money and all this other crap has to stop eventually. I don't know how much longer right. they can drag this on. So if, it, if that all stops, my prediction: glut, glut of fireworks on the market. Not the greatest 4th of July, but not the worst, and uh, less buyers because, or probably smaller buyers because they're spending too much money on gasoline, lumber, housing, interest rates, you name it, plus taxes going up, less money in their checks. Right. So I think that'll be my prediction. The only thing that will make my prediction wrong is that China may have some trouble with production. And that would, uh, limit the, um, limit the production because of the factories and the licensing and maybe more of their government control. And then that would also create a, a, a demand, another big demand next year. And we might have a shortage again next year, but really the shortage this year is basically because of the uh, freight companies, the, the, right. the longshoremen in Long Beach and LA and, um, uh, you know, yes, I agree with, you know, we had an interview with Steve uh, the other day, and I agree with him a lot, the COVID, the COVID hangover and the supply chain and all that. <laughs> but, you know, when you're there in Long Beach in L.A. and you're living it and you're seeing it, it's, it's a lot more than that. It's, you know, this could have been repaired. It could get back together, but well, you've you got to get full staff.
0: It seems like no one cares. I mean, no, and, and the, the quality of service... In, in every industry across the board has suffered, whether it's banking or hotels or fireworks or, 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 you know, longshoremen or whatever. You know, like I'm staying at a hotel while I'm out here. There's no maid.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and they're like, well, today I had to go. You know how it's like the taking the walk of shame. I had to go down to the
1: front desk to get a roll of toilet paper. I I know. See, and it's like. Yeah. But like, the what, price what? of the room didn't go down. No, no. of That's course That's the problem. Yeah. You know, less service. Paying more and getting less service. I
0: can't go inside a McDonald's and get a you know an egg McMuffin because the, you know you can't sit in there. Everything's roped
1: no. off. It took me uh, 18 minutes uh, a couple of weeks ago for a breakfast sandwich and a cup of coffee at the McDonald's in the airport. 18 minutes. Luckily that my plane my um, you know my um, what do you call it? Jeez. um my terminal right there. I mean, my, whatever, I can't think of the name I'm looking Your for gate? here. The gate. Yes. Uh, okay. Jesus. God. <laughs> yes. Luckily my, my gate was right in front of the McDonald's. So I just basically sat down in the chair at the gate and waited for my name to be called or my number because I mean, 18 minutes for a breakfast sandwich and a cup of coffee. Yeah. And is- I never seen McDonald's operate like this. They, they took five pass- They took five people rang up their order, and then they went back and made it. And then they came back and took another five.
0: So they didn't have enough people.
1: Not enough people. And, you know, this is, uh, you know, I told you a couple weeks ago, the second COVID shot really knocked me out. And mm-hmm. uh, I sent one of the kids for uh, get me a bowl of soup at the Panera Bread and closed on a Saturday afternoon, middle of the afternoon, closed because no help. And yeah. the problem is they don't even try. But it
0: was closed?
1: Closed, yeah, closed. On a, on a Saturday afternoon, closed. Because they have enough help.
0: Wow. And, wow.
1: you know, Charleston, South Carolina, trying to get a cup of coffee at 1130 in the morning, closed. The gates were half down. I'm like, what's going on? I says, when do you open? She says, oh, we we open up at 7. I said, I know, but I can't get in. The gates are closed. Said, well, no, we're closed now. We don't have no help for the afternoon. So they just, they don't even try. Like, you know, the old mom and pop places, they would stay open. With or without help, they'd be running around like crazy, just like I would be running around here. I could have no help. I would be doing it all. But I, they don't even try. They just give well, up. They just right. say, that's it. You know, the, the franchisee or the manager gets there and says, we don't have four people. Oh, that's it. And they and just and lock the door and walk out.
0: And if the customer sees you trying hard, they'll usually be more forgiving.
1: I would think so. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Oh, look, they're trying hard. They got two people here yeah. working, whatever. You, you try to get it done,
1: but they don't even try. They no. it's, and they don't like you say. Nobody really cares. It's like okay, just do something else. You know, look, right. they, the the guys want to go to Chipotle tonight, and uh, you know, you had, have, a, you had a you had a you had to order online, right. and the store's open. I right. mean, they're making this way too hard, way too hard to do anything. Um, and that was
0: like six big guys, it would have been a $150 order easy yeah. and they couldn't get in.
1: Could you imagine? I I just I can't imagine <laughs> if we did all of these things that these other places do here at Star Fireworks. You know, you get like Uline shipping company charges you to walk in their door and pick up the order they just right. they just charge you well, for. Yeah, no. You it know? Would never work. And then you have to do uh online to get your food. Could you imagine if we if a customer came walking in and said, oh, "Sorry, sir, you got to order your fireworks online?" Yeah i i just don't get it
0: we don't have any shopping carts available what do you mean there's 30 right there well no those are all
1: reserved yeah those are all reserved yeah, yeah we can't let you in yeah everything is just way too hard taking way too long and then there's so many people out there ron That just think that everything's working fine this is great you know it's like what is working nothing is working as far nothing as i'm concerned
0: working. no but no, you know else, things are harder to do the harder to get done
1: Costing more and more money. We were paying $14,000 a container in November. Now we're paying $27,000 a container.
0: That's insane.
1: Yeah. And where does that money come from? And, you know, and how much can you raise the prices? People are paying so much money all over the place for everything. Right. And it's just uncalled for. Yeah. So and, um, a, you know, gl-
0: a glut next year of fireworks could be...
1: Yeah, I, I, I believe that. Um I think there I mean look we're gonna look how many containers we're gonna get, get right after the fourth of July. You know, a, a lot. lot of that product is not gonna sell until next year. And we still have to order more. So I mean it's there's gonna be I think there's gonna be really be a glut of fireworks, but like I say, if to if the Chinese cannot produce, just like right now they're in a heat band, If they can't produce, or maybe there's another explosion, or something goofy happens, well then we'd be in the same. Well, we're going to be basically in the same predicament. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, what they do produce, they can ship faster. Hopefully next year.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully there won't be this obstruction.
1: Yeah. And as far as shipping's concerned, my prediction on that is it will not go any lower. Unfortunately, until it's going to stay there. Yes, until the demand goes down. And how is the demand going to go down when you're pumping all this money into the economy? People are buying goofy things, strange things. Amazon's busier than ever before. Everyone's always busier. And um, all the money these companies lost last year, they're just making it back. And all the money we made last year, we're just giving it all back. So, I mean, it's just... You know, uh, it was a it was a bad Christmas season, and now it's a bad Fourth of July season, and I don't see any of this money coming back at all. And I don't know, and and how much more can freight go up? And uh, China's got us in a you know in a stronghold with that freight. And um, so
0: China charges you for the freight.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's the steamship companies, but they right. got to get the chassis back. They they got a stronghold on us. They really do. And that one, you know, the freight guy that does a lot, most of the, the freight company does most of the shipping out of China. They control the whole, you know, kind of, you know, how would you say, kind of mafia thing in China where everyone's got to ship through them. I mean, they got you over a barrel. Has, I mean, you know.
0: Has the price of the product actually gone up?
1: Price of product did not go up last year. The freight just rose up. But right. now everything I'm getting now is the prices are up because raw materials are up. And they always say that. And then let's look at the value of the dollar. Right. Now that's down. So the value of the dollar down, the, you know, product's going to go up a little bit. Um, some are saying now as high as 10%. But the last time they tried to do that, the demand went down. And then right. they, they rescinded that. But they know look, we're all hungry for this merchandise now because we don't have any. So it's just a good way to keep the prices high. Right. So, well, yeah.
0: And today, <laughs> here in North Dakota, it was still you couldn't
1: buy, but. People are still shopping. You're, oh, yeah.
0: You were pretty busy
1: in the retail. People shop. are still getting, they're still getting their money, and there's a lot of people with money. Don't get me wrong. A lot of businesses did great, but you know, um, but we are paying the price now, so I don't know how long it will keep up. So are your wholesalers happy, the guys you ship to? Well, you know, a lot of them are very happy because they bought early, and they were smart, and we had product. A lot of the ones that just kind of woke up and said, wow, there's a shortage, didn't know anything about it. Well, they're not so happy, but they waited a long time, and we tried to prepare them. We told them. Right. So um, so
0: that's how you bridge the gap.
1: You told them to be prepared. We and- told them to right. you get your orders in, get your orders in right. early, and then some people procrastinate, yep. and then they, don't, yep. and they go on their vacations, and they're off in Arizona, wherever they're at, and they just don't. It's so people procrastinate. It's a last minute thing. And then they're all coming in. And I, I wish we had merchandise to sell. And we have people traveling from Kansas to come here for merchandise because they said they can't even get a case from anywhere. And I said, well, we can help right. you out a little bit. But, you know, we don't have a lot of things either. So you got to it's going to be one of these years where if it's you better take it off the shelf and buy it, it might not be the exact one you want. It might not be what you're looking for. But you know what? Chances are uh, you're not going to find it anywhere else. No,
0: well right. Yeah, and so yeah, that's how you bridge the gap. You you try and get them as much stuff as you can, give them something different and have them buy early and it's not like
1: it's not like they weren't warned, right? No, I mean it's it's been on the news and but yeah. you know, but you 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 go to Costco, you go to Sam's Club, you go to the grocery store. The watch store. The watch there's the jewelry store. The jewelry Ask drive through your car dealerships. There are there's no products. That Chevy dealer on
0: 29 mm-hmm. uh, normally you it's a sea of cars
1: yeah yeah there's
0: like a dozen
1: well and they told me they were loaded up but you drove through luther ford and there's no ford i mean there's I mean, there's usually like you say a ton of pickup trucks out here tons and tons of pickup trucks there's no pickup trucks i mean uh look what they're paying for used cars i mean i talked to uh several people in the car business uh you even told me about uh, you know your experience with carmax how they're right. going to give you more oh, yeah. money um you know i talked to buy a new one, but that's the thing you if you're going to get rid of, you know if you're getting away from driving if you're giving up driving this is a great time to get rid of your car make a lot of money well yeah but exactly. if you're trying to replace your car it's, it's gonna you're in the same boat
0: yeah i still want to, i still need to drive
1: yeah and uh, same and it's, it's the same way with real estate you know, if you if you're selling your house like I did and moving to an apartment, you're way ahead of the game. But if you don't, you're you know, if you had to replace it with another house, it's just it's changing dollars. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And uh, and the tax dollars are increasing on these houses and everything else now. So yeah, um, yeah, certainly not a good time to buy anything. I was talking to my watch dealer, and he said the same thing. What he sold uh, Rolex watches for a year ago he can't even replace them for now. He can't even no. buy them for that money. No. So it's 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 all over. Right. And I hope it gets better. I really do.
0: And another thing that you had talked about earlier when we were we were talking kind of a, a consequence of this is with the with your help. So you got all these guys and you have a great crew, in Real the warehouses good crew. here. Good. The problem is when there's nothing for them to do, you can't just send them home because no. you don't know if they're going to come back and it's not that they're not loyal, but they they need to feed themselves and yep. go to school and pay for tuition and, and do whatever else it is that they do. So you you got to keep them busy. You know, let's spray down the let's let's power wash the concrete, let's paint the racks, let's do whatever, and and you you hope and pray that a a container comes in.
1: Yeah, no, I mean uh, we've done so much cleanup, and I mean this is almost like what restaurants and stuff are doing during the COVID. We're doing it now during the Fourth of July because this is almost like our COVID. You know. Yeah. So we're doing all this cleaning and spraying, but, you know, people rely on me every year because they know that I will give them the all the hours they could possibly work, and I work right alongside with them. You're right there with and them. And <clears throat> we feed them lunch, and we have a good time, and uh, so they rely on me because they know they can come to Star Fireworks. They could make as much money working one month, six weeks here than they could working anywhere else. And then they take off the whole rest of the summer before college and enjoy themselves. Right. So I, it would be wrong for me if I sent them home because there was not enough work. And then next year to wait. well, you know, I can't rely on him for all the hours like I did before. I mean, people rely on me, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, and, and that's not me. That's everybody, every small business owner, people rely on us and well, right. that are making it harder for us.
0: Yeah. I, and there, <clears throat> I, I laugh when I hear, them talk about like uh, in, in Chicago and in Milwaukee and Wisconsin there's a shortage of vendors for the baseball games, right? Because they're open to full yeah. capacity now. So they would bust people back and forth. And some of these people on the radio would talk about, well, you just need to pay them more. Well, no, it's a seasonal job. It's it's you just do it in the wintertime, you make it, or in the summertime, make a little bit extra money, you know, pay for a vacation or whatever. It's not meant to feed the family. But you know how much you're gonna pay you, they're gonna pay you twenty five dollars an hour to throw a hot dog and, and say three fifty, please? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a, you can't just you can't just keep paying. That seems to be the answer. A lot of people's minds is just pay them more. Well, you can't you can't do that. The amount of look, at the end of the day, and I learned this way early in my banking career, you get paid for managing risk. That's yes. all you do on a daily basis. You're managing risk. You, you have risk all over the place, and you manage it. I manage risk for my customers. For the bank, I manage risk. You get paid a little bit more for managing risk. If you're doing something that's, you know, running the thing across the scanner and, you know, uh, you know produce at the grocery store or hot dogs or, you know, Tarrant and McDonald's, whatever, you, that's not... You, if you you need those aren't high paying jobs. Those never were meant to be high paying jobs.
1: No, they're meant for you know college kids and high school right. kids. You know it's your first work experience. And I'll and I'll be honest with you, Ron. If I had to pay somebody sixteen year olds, that all they want to do is sit there and text on their on their phone. They they want to play mm-hmm. around. They they got to do everything right. together. Right. They got to talk with their buddies. If I really had to pay them, if I got to start paying them fifteen dollars an hour, and then I got to pay the ones that actually know something even more, I, I I would honestly rethink this whole thing because you know what? I don't need to be in business anymore. I I right. you just can't right. you just can't do it, and you keep fighting the system and fighting. Right. and you know if if anyone honestly if anyone can pay somebody sixteen year olds that kind of money to the work ethic of a 16-year-old of a today is like a 12-year-old or 11-year-old of years ago. Right. If you could actually, if you're comfortable paying them 15 bucks an hour, boy, you must have a really good, good business, and you must be a, a saint because, you know... <laughs> I, I remind all these kids here, you know, I uh, I don't have any children. I don't really. <laughs> you said that the other day. Yeah, I don't really, you, the you know. Day, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really need a bunch of kids standing around, uh, you know, trying to make me laugh or, or doing funny right. things because I don't find amusement in it. And I certainly don't find amusement in it when I'm paying them to do a job. And no. as we all know, this is a very high stress, fast paced environment. And it's even usually way more fast paced <laughs> and high stress than this year but well, nor but you know now we're going into our retail week it's going to be the same high stress same craziness they, coupled with containers so they all jumped
0: today you when when that container came oh yeah. In, yeah there was eight of or whatever many there were back there yeah and they had the the, the whatever you call it and the this and the that yeah. and they were the the conveyor belt and, and everything was shrink wrapped and you were driving around you were the rock star you know uh the Rockstar Pyro walking around, they've finally got orders I can fill. Today. Oh, yeah,
1: it was great. I mean, I worked, I haven't worked till 9-15. I was happy to work. Yeah. You know, trying to get these orders out, at least try and raise a little more money. Um, you know, and that's well, a lot of... It's all um,
0: about cash flow. Yeah. It's, a, it's all about cash flow. you gotta, yeah. you got to make the cash come in in order to pay for those, however many containers yeah. you ordered for next year. And some people don't realize that. If you can't sell it, you can't, it's not only you can't, you know, feed yourself, you can't you can't buy product for next year.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's going to be the whole thing. You know, we talked about it, you know, and, and, you know, everyone in this, um, you know, everyone in this industry, a lot of them don't, I don't know, so many people, they, they don't I, don't, I don't know. They just don't think about, it or maybe I overthink it, but, you know, we have to make some, some really good decisions next year, what we're going to do with product. You know, do we, do we hoard it and just give it to our own stores and we right. give it to, you know, and make sure our shelves are stocked, you know, right now when it comes in, in July, or do we let it go out again? Cause we're in the wholesale business. So if we don't let it go out, we don't generate any income. Right. If we hoard it from our, if we hoard it for our stores, we're not going to see any money
0: until next, until
1: next July or, you know, next June. And then how are we going to pay for these containers coming in during the season? So it's a it's a tough decision to make. We still have to find out how we're going to pay twenty seven thousand dollars for all these new containers. I mean, that's going to be a real uh, a troublesome issue right there. I'm assuming the 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 the
0: shipping go up on everything, not just. Oh yeah,
1: up on everything. Everything. The class
0: B container is going to cost. Oh yeah, that's
1: going to cost a lot more. Yeah, Yeah. I don't. I haven't even started asking what they're (laughs) paying, but I'm sure they're probably around. $35,000 $35,000 for a container. For just to,
0: just to ship it here. Yeah, I mean.
1: $35,000. When you look at my spreadsheet, you will see prices of freight are just as high, if not higher than the actual product. And that's pretty sad. Well, that's, and, and how much more can the consumer absorb and how much more can the business owner absorb before he says, hey, you know what? I'm done. But I it's mean, crazy.
0: It didn't even go up slowly. It just boom. No
1: yes I One mean it's up yeah and it and unfortunately it all started you know in November December January and and then we're with we more stimulus money and pay more people to stay home and people are just milking this and we know you know we know it's a, a deadly disease everybody gets it yeah but you know we've said many times the the you know the uh, the cure is worse than the uh is, than is the worse disease, than the yeah. disease. So yeah, right. I I really don't know what uh, what's going to happen, but I know this freight's not going to go down, and and prices are just going to keep going up on everything.
0: Yeah, and, well, uh, people so, were in
1: here today; they seemed happy. Um, you know,
0: they're they're shopping away, and I I didn't notice prices up a whole no, meaningful we, amount.
1: You know, we didn't. You know, we honestly we we did not raise them up that much. You know, we raised some things up, and we had to, but. You know, for the most part, the retailer is not really feeling it as much as the wholesaler. And uh, and I could have really raised my prices up on wholesale and took advantage of this whole situation. But you know what? You know, I want my customers to remember me in good times and in bad times. And if I gouge them just like, you know, a lot of Chinese companies are trying to gouge us now and the freight companies are gouging us now. You know, I mean, the relationships may uh, may, you know, may fade away after this. You know, I might say, you know what, we're not going to buy from this one or we're not going to ship with this company. But see, we don't have really have a choice. You know, that's the problem. People have a choice not to shop here. They have a choice what to do, what to buy. We don't really have a choice. And um, and, um, you know, they got us over a barrel. And, and yeah. it's I don't know, you know and and no one's and no one's really sticking up for us anymore so i don't know what to say well
0: you got the nfa out there sticking yeah, up for you yeah. trying anyway i mean yeah. you know um it sometimes though it does seem like uh, don quixote tipping at windmills it's it's just, it's it's a, yeah. an impossible thing to get done
1: the only way like i say it's always been supply and demand we learned that early on in our high school and college career it's supply and demand for right. everything and um you know, if you create a demand, then you know you could just keep raising prices and raising prices. You know, right? And uh, and right now, like lumber. I mean, I've talked to these drivers that go to these lumber mills, loaded with lumber, but there's a shortage. But they're loaded. Yeah. It's it's a it's a controlled shortage. It's just, yeah. I mean, oh my, some people are telling me about how much money like a two. I mean, I don't really buy a lot of lumber, so I'm not really affected by it. And I'm glad that we built our deck last year or a year and a half ago because I guess, yeah. you know, 100, 200, 300 <laughs> percent markup. I just it's yeah, craziness.
0: A sheet, of, a sheet of plywood that cost like 50 bucks is now
1: 200. Wow, yeah. I mean, just uh, I, I sent someone said something like a two by four. I I think I remember like two by four is like two ninety nine and now they're like twelve dollars, yeah, eleven dollars or something. Imagine
0: trying to put a roof on a big house with all that with all that. Oh, plywood. yeah.
1: And that's what you know. But, you know, we always talk about this, too, you know, and. You ask people would you rather have a lower price or a lower interest rate and they're like a lower interest rate. I mean they they don't understand that the $75,000 more they're paying for that house is not even going to come close to that interest rate. They just, right. you know, but no. Yeah. They don't they don't get it and they're like, "Well, I want and, it's you not know." me, I just bought a house, right? Well, I but you know, you had, had no to. Yeah. You had no choice and you had to and you know, you can afford it. But you know the, you know, and, and hopefully um, you know prices go up and you know you make money. Uh, you, you didn't have too good buying the last time either. No, I have. <laughs> you always I have buying the, you always in the high. We sat in and my, selling
0: the low. <laughs> we yeah we sat in my living room, and they said. Everybody was saying about when they thought my father's house would sell. And they all said, oh, in a week, in a day, in three. I said, not until at least the 4th of July. And they looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, you don't understand. It's very ironic. I I finance real estate for a living, but I'm horrible at buying it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I've had nothing but bad luck. Yeah. Well, hopefully this will be a much better luck for you. But, you know, a lot of people also get caught up in, you know, they hear people, well, he's buying a house. And then all of a sudden, I got to buy a house. And right. it's like, the monkey see, down. monkey do, but it has slowed down. It
0: slowed down tremendously from what I saw out there, being out there. It's yeah.
1: And, you know, um, it's 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 weird. when the market was really high, you don't hear about it till actually a month later. You know, four weeks, eight Where's weeks, the 12 weeks, a lot can change. Right. You know, there's that time where everything was just, oh, my God, they're getting, you know, it just hits the news. And then. You know, but it really isn't – Lifetime right now, I don't think the housing market is that great at all. And I think people are starting to realize, wow, I can't afford gasoline. I can't afford – you know, it, these all these things add up, you know. Right. And, um, yeah, and look at – and you go to the grocery store, the food bills, families, they're just – they're paying a lot of money for that toilet paper. And now I hope they got so much saved up already from, you know <laughs> – The pre COVID because uh, they're going to need it because paper products are up like crazy. Beef products, I mean, you name it, you know. Let's do some news. All right. Get your news. Get your fireworks news here. Johnny Starr and Ron the banker hot off the press. Fireworks news from all across the world.
0: We don't have much news, John, but there's some good news. Uh, Tampa Bay Times, Disney World to bring back fireworks this summer. Nice. Uh, Skies over the Magic Kingdom and Epcot Epcot will once again explode with fireworks starting July 1st. Um, Before the parks closed in March 2020, in response to the pandemic, Disney spent an estimated, what do you think they spend a day on fireworks? Disney.
1: Uh, Disney, a day on fireworks, I'd say about 4,000.
0: No, it says fifty thousand.
1: No way, fifty thousand dollars a day <laughs> they spend on that fireworks I'd like show. To be the guy yeah, I like to be that. Guy. Yeah, I was gonna say. Boy, well, that's
0: and they add LED lights, drones, video productions,
1: and they got a lot of employees. Well, yeah, on, you know, when you and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not fireworks cost. It's the so, cost of management and everything. else. They did
0: open them up last July, but they did so without the fireworks and the parades to discourage big crowds from gathering. Of course, you're an amusement park. Why would you want a big crowd? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're Chipotle. Why would you want a bunch of guys coming in? The... Uh, so anyway, so that's good. So if you go back to Epcot starting or July 1st, go back to the Magic Kingdom. You can see now, fire. is
1: thats is that every day there like yeah. it used to be? Yeah, every day. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, let's see. We got here. Are I think you... it
1: was about a 10-minute show, if I'm not mistaken. So they spent that's some money.
0: Show,
1: yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's about seven. I'm not sure, but it's a, it's a long enough show. Well, and
0: I'm sure that's not just a cost of fireworks. It's cost of the people. No, that's their, the yeah,
1: their, their whole you know the whole choreography and all that of the show, too, is yeah. big money. Anything Disney does is big money. I mean, you know, think about it. Everything they do is big. Yeah.
0: So here's one from USA Today. Uh, could a fireworks shortage affect July 4th celebrations? Phantom Fireworks urges customers to shop early. They're late to the bandwagon. We've been talking about this forever. Yeah. Uh, here, like many other industries, the fireworks industry has also experienced delays due to shipment challenges facing the global market. Alan Zolden, Phantom Executive Vice President, said in a statement. So that's obviously Bruce Zolden's kid. Uh, I don't know if that's uh,
1: his brother or his son. Oh, I'm, his I'm not sure. Of uh, son.
0: <clears throat> Good news is that we prepared early in anticipa- anticipation of high demand again this year, and are encouraging Phantom customers to do the same. Does Phantom wholesale, or are they just strictly retail?
1: No, they wholesale. Um, they don't wholesale as much. They, they wholesale more to the big box stores. You okay. know, they got their Phantom products all over, and their oh, snappers yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Um, it's hard to wholesale fireworks when you own a retail store every block, you know. <laughs> so, kind of you know, you kind of get like the middleman there, you know. so
0: Many public uh, fireworks displays are returning in 2021. But families are still celebrating at home. President Joe Biden is encouraging nationwide celebrations to mark the country's effective return to normalcy after 16 months of coronavirus.
1: He thinks it's effective. I, I, I crack up, but whatever. At least he's urging, what's he urging again? Uh, that we should celebrate 4th of encouraging July. Encouraging nationwide celebrations okay. to mark the country's effective
0: return oh, okay. to normalcy. Uh, let's see. A rocket fireworks in Pennsylvania. Prepared well too, relying on a wide number of suppliers. We're fully stocked. We've got mortars, firecrackers, 500 gram finales, bottle rockets. Um, Phantom President Bruce Zolden sent in an interview with USA Today that July 3rd in the House Hist and the holiday are historically the busiest days of the year for Phantom. Uh, that's about it. I mean, that's nothing we didn't talk about.
1: No. Um, yeah, and I and I I do believe it's going to be. Uh, uh, and, and and me and Dino have talked about this too before. It's like, what is a good retail season when you have limited merchandise? You know, I mean, will we be able to maximize our sales or won't we? Um, you know, will we use up some of this merchandise that, you know, we didn't send to other stores, whatever? I'm sure we will, but that's just because there's a shortage everywhere. So, right. but, you know, will that maximize our retail dollars? Who knows? I mean, it's really... I hope we're sitting on July third, having this podcast, or July fourth when we do it, and uh, you know at two in the morning, and we're saying, wow, you know what a uh, what a great what a great year. I can't even predict because uh, lost so much money in wholesale that I don't know where the chips are going to fall at the end of this year. You just you just don't know. We'll see what plays out, but I hope we can maximize our retail, but I don't know if that's possible.
0: So I I know you buy from a lot of different factories and you know yes. right whatever does does a phantom do the same thing or do they have their own factory in china or? no
1: no uh phantom buys the same as i do they buy off many different factories and brokers and the different same thing. ones yeah same same thing i yeah. don't see
0: bruce olden going out to china himself. Uh, he used
1: to and alan used to too but uh, you know these guys You've yeah met yeah i met bruce Uh, A long time ago, Uh, Alan and I never met, but you know, uh, they used to go to China uh, before, but they they also went at different times too. They didn't, they never really went when everybody else went, they always went earlier or different times, or they would go down anytime, it wouldn't matter to them, you know, Mm -hmm. because they're pretty much uh, big enough, they're getting containers in kind of like we do. We, you know, our containers are a constant rotation, you know, right? And um, but yeah, they used to uh, do a lot, but they have so many now um agents working for them and factories that you know that they do um deals with and you know cooperation with but uh, basically the same as what we do but you know they just have on a, a larger lot scale on a larger scale yes
0: they probably get a they probably get it cheaper too obviously if you buy more no um
1: well they you know they they work with the factories too like we do so um you know, but you know, they don't really care about quality either. So, you know, they, they did their labels. They design labels. That's what they do. They're Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's a marketing it's a marketing label. I, I went I went to a factory once and when they said, Oh, we do all the fountains for B.J. Allen, I did if he would have told me that before I took the two hour drive there I would have never went because <laughs> they buy shapes and sizes. They're right. not they're not really just give us you know Five thousand cases of square ones. Give us a thousand cases of round ones, and give they us some triangles, there, no. and put this label on it. They, it's not about. Um, Bruce is not going to play your show. For you. No, no, not my show. No, God, no. It's not about. Uh, it's not never been about quality for them. Right. No. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I, I don't think I've ever stepped foot in a Phantom Fireworks.
1: No, they're expensive. They're and, and they're expensive, but they you know they run they run a great successful business. And, um, you know, they, they run a great successful Mm -hmm. business and they got the box stores and they, Mm -hmm. they, you know, they got the market on that, you know? So, uh, for them, it's, it's not about, uh, so much like we're worried about, (laughs) you know, the retail fireworks and they Mm -hmm. have, they're more worried about their box stores and, you know, getting their, selling their safe and sane and their smoke items. That's their big thing. And, of course, their stores have, you know, depending on the area they're in, have most all the fireworks. But they're more or less worried about, you know, what's going to happen in the industry and how can we promote safe and sane. And, you know, we've gone over this many times with the NFA yeah. and the APA just on two different wavelengths, you know. And uh, But they run a very successful company, a huge company. And uh, But, like I say, they're going to be... They're gonna fall. You know, everyone's a big company till they have problems, and then they become a small company, right. <laughs> or they become bankrupt. Right. And they're, you know, look at the huge financial losses they're probably gonna suffer this year. And um, you know, do they have the money to overcome it? Oh, I'm sure they do. But you know, it still takes its toll on every company. And these freight rates are gonna take their toll harder than, harder than everybody. Well,
0: that's that's just a, hard and I'll
1: problem. guarantee you that my price will be a lot higher this year because, you know, some of this merchandise was already here. So I paid cheaper freight on it. Right. So, and I did raise it up because of the freight, but nowhere near what it should be. But now if I take that CBM and calculate it by the $27,000, that changes that multiplier quite a bit, huge. And uh, right now we're like 303, and I think the last time I did it was like 405. I mean, that's another 100 dollars a cbm so you're going to see freight you're going to see prices next year a lot lot higher because there's nothing in the warehouse and now all this new fireworks is going to be at the highest price possible because of freight and also raw materials and demand so next year the retailer is really going to see it um a lot of retail stores this year they're going to see it but they're not going to see it here because we just we didn't do it we took in consideration what we had left over and we figured we could spread it out but it's looking like next year is going to be a disaster for prices you know and across it's going to be on a
0: Monday it's going to be right yeah.
1: well but you know even knowing all my predictions I have no choice but to still buy because you got to prepare and you know you just you
0: Always turn this into a studio.
1: Yeah, yeah, I might just turn this into a studio. <laughs> I'm the indoor go kart track. This yeah. is a nice indoor go kart track. You know, you have to get rid of the beams. Yeah, well, no, the beams are the yeah. That's the, that's an obstacle. Yeah, that's the obstacle. There you yeah, go. Exactly. There you go. Makes the well, makes the track oval.
0: <laughs> we we talked about fireworks. Uh, you know, we did a pyro purge. I want to do. I want to talk to you about banking for a second. Oh no, banking. Oh, yeah. Jesus God. So, I you know for. <clears throat> One of the first things you do or you learn when you're a banker, and this happen, this has happened to me lately, so you have to you have to decision an overdraft ah. so if one of my customers writes a check, naughty and that they don't have money to cover, <coughs> and I apologize for my coughing they have to <clears throat> the banker, if it's my account, the banker has to make a decision, pay the overdraft, you know, and basically lend the customer the money or return it, and then they look like then they, they have to deal with returning a check on. It could be a payroll check. It could be mortgage, a check for God mortgage. Forbid, could for, yeah. It could be for um, anything and uh, either charge or waive the charge. So I've been doing that for 35 years. I've been decisioning overdrafts, never lost a dime and probably made hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in my career for the bank. <clears throat> and now all of a sudden they have this new rule and they have an algorithm. So the algorithm tells you what you're supposed to do. Regardless <coughs> regardless of your relationship, regardless of how long you've known the person, the, the algorithm says pay it or, or return it. And it's, you know, it's supposed to eliminate discrimination and, you know, this and that. But it's just good business one oh one. You if someone, you know, the the classic the only rule is look, I'll pay an overdraft for someone if they've if they've been overdraft before, and I've I've told them what to do, and they do what they say they're going to do, and they put the money in the bank, and then you're fine, you're happy. They do what they you know the the response from the they bank. They do the right thing. Yeah, the b- response from the bank is well, have a discussion with your customer and tell them how to run their checking account. Everybody knows no, how yeah. to run a checking account, especially if you own a business. But you know sometimes crap happens in a day. You run out of time. The bank closes. Whatever you forgot, you wrote the check. There's nothing you can do about it. But now, in order to avoid looking discriminatory, you know, where's an algorithm? And if that's a customer I've known for 30 years and they got 50, you know, they got tens of thousands of dollars in a different account. If it says return, I'm supposed to return that check. Wow. <clears throat> that goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Things have changed and people are just not treating <clears throat> people the right way. And it's no like, how customer do you do service. No. And that's, I mean, that's what you have a commercial banker because you have customer service. I'm sorry if, you know, if Billy Bob, the hillbilly, you know, who works at the, the the stop and go, he can't afford a commercial banker, but he doesn't need a commercial banker. And, yeah, so they might return a check on him. But when I have a developer or a business owner or whatever, you know, that's that's why they have me. Because every morning for 35 years I wake up, I, you know, I get in the office, turn on the computer, and I ask, you know, call my admin and say, okay... Who's overdrawn today? How much? What came in? What check is it? All right, here's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Now I don't even have that ability. After 35 years, that's took, what they paid it me. Taking that away from you. It took it right away from me. Well, well, I mean, that's that's just goes back to what we're saying. It's just I'm so glad I'm closer to the end of my career than the beginning.
1: Yes. And you know what, what, like you say, once again, it ruins your relationship with the customer because they think you're making it up. And I know you for many, many years, and I know you're not making it up and a lot of your customers know that you're not making it up either, but there'll be, there's some that just like, that's ridiculous. I have all this money in the bank and I'm, and then they'll be like, I'm pulling the money out of the bank. And you know they do all these threats and all that stuff and just ruins your relationship. But you know, uh, I heard before, I heard a while back that, they shouldn't have a credit rating anymore because that's discriminatory. discriminatory. Yeah. That's discriminatory. So you know, it's discriminatory you, for people who have a bad credit score. Yeah, you work <laughs> on your credit all these years. I was taught by my mother have oh, great yeah. credit and all this stuff, and then other people abuse it, but yet I got to get treated like them. So I think that's discrimination right. in itself. But yeah, and that's the thing. Everybody is taking the service. The loyalty, the friendship, out of every—it's all done without business. Riddles. Yeah, it's all and, done. Yeah,
0: clinically, surgically. You know, this is what we do now. We we can't go against it. If and if I want to go against it, and I've done it a couple times, you know, but we don't want to make you look
1: bad either. Well, you know? well,
0: right. Well, yeah. But so I'll go against it, but I can't even do it myself. I have to send an email to my boss, and then they have to send an email to their boss. So I'm thinking the amount of salary that we're wasting in time to just dis- decision this one oh. it could be like a $2500 overdraft. Yeah. We're not talking million I would <clears throat> if it's anything over you know five figures or whatever yeah. I'm going to think twice about it and I'm going to call the person and say hey Mr. so and so are you going to cover this overdraft today or I'm not going to pay it. And again, yeah if they say yes <clears throat> and they do it then they're good for next time but it's just it's yeah. it seems crazy that I mean that's the reason why people have a banker to make to help them make those decisions, and they're just taking it away from you.
1: And then you know, and also when people say stuff, well, you you should have a talk with your customer and teach them about managing their checking account. Right. You know, that is. That's almost as bad as the government officials saying the small businesses have to step up their game and pay more for employees if they're tired of our unemployment. Same right. type of thing. Right. Because, you know what, it's not that we are poor managers of our checking account. What, what a lot of these people who have these jobs, never been in business and always got their paycheck, yes, it's very easy to run their checking account. Do you realize how many people are taking money out of my checking account every day at the oh, same I, time yeah, believe me. you know and then you I, are writing checks and payroll and whatever and you could be yeah. You know, unless you're sitting unless you have the cushion of having a million dollars in your bank account at all times you know it a lot of us don't have that cushion and like you say there's it's not like it was years ago <laughs> you have five hundred dollars and then you write a checkout it's there's so many automated withdrawals that are coming out from everyone and their brother and every you know it's really easy to hook those up and the banks urge you, God forbid the banks urge you to you know have those automatic withdrawals make their life easier you know have your checks automatically deposited everything is automatic right well when everyone right. is taken right. out it's so I'm not you know what I always, I'm not even managing my checking account anymore you guys are really managing my checking account because I'm not the one even writing checks anymore. Everyone's just grabbing, you know, and then and then if if someone doesn't put in or something doesn't happen, you know, and then we're short. And then and then the I hate that word, but the algorithm then tells us that I don't know how to manage my checking account. Well, in reality, honestly, do you guys are the ones managing Yeah, the
0: the world doesn't work in a vacuum. It's not that simple. It's just not that simple. But anyway, I just had a. (laughs) <laughs> that's been bugging me and, and I, it still bugs me. I'm like, I've been doing this for so long and now all of a sudden there's an algorithm. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I guess they can
1: replace me. And you know, and, and this is what, uh, and this is what's come down to, you know, they're, they're taking, what do they pay you for when you can't make decisions, when you can't give loans out, when you can't right. do any of these things, you know, and, and what are they paying lot of people for? And you're going right. to, and I'm, and I really believe after this whole COVID, And a lot of these people working from home, these companies are going to lower the salary because they know it's not as efficient. And they're going to lower the salary and they're going to get away with it because you don't have the drive time. You don't have the, uh, you know, the dry cleaning bill anymore, the fuel expense. And, And a lot of these people, we talked about it before, a lot of people working from home are really like they think they're doing the company a big favor because they're doing the job from home because they couldn't go to work. They could have just collected unemployment, but no, we're doing this work from home. Right. And you know, they're charging them for ink and for this and you know, and I need a new computer at home. And, and these companies are kind of just, you know, bending over and saying, okay, we'll do it. But I think they're going to find out who's efficient, who's not. And oh they're yeah, to they know already. And oh yeah, they know. And they're going to start right. getting rid of them people. And you know, which is going to further my prediction for next year. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, look at look at the downtown real estate in Chicago. Look how many Starbucks are closing up now and different things. There's no people. There's no, you know, it was a numbers game downtown Chicago. You know, if you get 5% of them people to stop in your store as they're walking by, you know, you, you figure you can, you, can, you can afford it. But you're talking about high rents, no people. Uh, we're gonna have. A, I mean, I'm sure you're seeing a glut of commercial real estate on the market, and that's only gonna trickle down into the into the uh, real estate market as well.
0: Oh. Anyway, let's let's do this. Hold on. <laughs>
1: So the fake cues with Johnny Starr and Round the Baker. All right, John. I like that.
0: You know who this guy is? No. That's Dave Attell. He's a comedian. Oh, okay. All right. So keep him in mind.
1: You know who this guy is? That's a uh, Isn't that the cable guy or Larry something? Larry the cable yeah, guy. Yeah, Larry the cable guy. All right,
0: so we're doing our fake cues. Here's two quotes about fireworks. The one right. is from one guy. One is from the other. It's your job to tell me who said what. I think this is an easy one. I think you'll get it. So our first quote about fireworks is, sparklers are the gay cousin of the fireworks family. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first one. One of those guys said this. And the other one said, our entire wedding costs 180 bucks. Afterwards, we reheated the lasagna for everyone and set off fireworks. So, John... Who said which one? David now, you know
1: what? It's it's a, it's, it's tough both ways because the first one seemed like a pretty redneck thing to say. Yeah. So I would naturally I was going to say Larry the Cable Guy in that one. But the second one seemed pretty redneck as well. It does. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's really, uh, I mean, I, I thought I was like, this is going to be really easy. So I'm thinking now I have to think which one is more redneck. <laughs> and I know Larry the Cable Guy, how he... You know how you his, know his jokes are. You know his I accent. don't know the other guy. The other
0: guy is pretty
1: dirty. He's more dirty. dirty. Yeah. He used to talk about. So I'm gonna water. I'm gonna say the the when you said reheating the lasagna and yeah. had fireworks that seems pretty more redneck to me. So right. I'm going with Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. yeah. That, I gave you a I gave you a good clue there. Yeah, that was a very good clue there. You're you know, right. but um, but yeah, but they both sound redneck in the beginning, and I thought it was a shoo-in. You know, but um, yeah, that was a tough one. But once again, I surprised you and pulled it off.
0: You did. All right. A couple of goofy stories, and then we'll get out of here. <coughs> oh, this cough has got to go away. All right. Fargo, North Dakota, John. Man suspected of stealing at least
1: 63 golf carts. Did you hear about this? <laughs> I know nothing about this. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm going to hide those two golf carts now behind the grocery carts. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, federal authorities have charged a Minnesota man with transportation of stolen vehicles. And what they say was a litany of golf cart thefts. Uh, an FBI, FBI affidavit filed in North Dakota this week, says the man is suspected of stealing at least 68 carts in the last, in at least seven states, including Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota and Wisconsin in recent years. The man was arrested June 11th in Georgia while trying to steal golf carts in his the city there. An attorney who represented the man at initial appearance in that state didn't immediately respond to a message seeking comments. This guy's got, like, a hard-on for golf carts, and he goes to every state to steal them.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, where does he find them? You know, it, it's not easy to find buyers for golf carts, you know, mm-hmm. unless you're down in Florida. Uh, maybe he's trying to start and his own I, course. I, I think you need, yeah, I was going to say, I think you need, to like, a title and everything to those things. You just can't, like... Do they have a title? Oh, yeah, sure they have a title. So, I mean, you know, I have a title, I have a serial number. I'm just saying, if you know, if you're going to yeah. sell a golf cart, you know, like... Uh, you know, down in Cabo, you can license them And down mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, down in Florida They use golf carts, I'm sure they license them Down in Florida, you know, on those um, You know, those kind of over over 95 And older resorts Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think you're gonna Be hard-pressed to sell them All right. Unless yeah. he's doing his own course like I, <clears throat> I just thought that was a funny story yeah. Alright, last one, we'll
0: do a little What Would Johnny Do? What would Johnny do? You like these uh, slogans? Maybe you can. We'll put some of them outside. You know. The, yeah. The stimulus money isn't going to spend itself. I like that I like one. I do
1: too.
0: I do too. All right. So, what would Johnny do? And this came across my computer because it's about Cabo as well. Uh, you know who Lori Laughlin is? Uh, no. Okay. <clears throat> She's an actress and her husband is Massimo Gianulli. He's like a famous um clothing guy.
1: Now uh, just to they're both very wealthy. Correct me if I'm wrong. It wasn't like Tom Laughlin, wasn't it wasn't was that like her father? I remember that name Laughlin. Yeah. No. I think it might be a different Laughlin. Okay.
0: All right. So Lori Laughlin and Massimo Gianulli hit Mexico for second post prison getaway. They're south of the border down Mexico way. Lori Laughlin and Massimo <clears throat> Giannulli touchdown in Cabo, San Lucas, Mexico for a little post-prison R and R Thursday, a little over a month after petitioning a judge to allow them to get away while on probation. Uh, the couple looked vacation ready, more or less, with Laughlin in a straw hat and we don't care what she was wearing. Um, I'm looking to see if it says where they said. Anyway, but so the, the what would Johnny do? <clears throat> you don't know why Lori Laughlin was in prison, do you? No. She's got she's the one that got in trouble for falsifying records for her daughter oh, to get into, to better, get into college. A better college. Yes. So or to get it cheaper or to to get yeah. a to get a uh you know, to get a scholarship, whatever. So what would Johnny do? That's my question. If you had a kid, which obviously you don't, but if you had a kid and your kid really wanted to go into a college, would you Falsify things and, and and beg, borrow, cheat, and steal to get into that college. Or would you say, well, <clears throat> tough luck, get better grades, or you're going to go to trade school? I mean, what would, how would you, how would you know what which path would you go down? Well, you know, it's hard.
1: <clears throat> I know it's hard because I do don't have, have any kids. You. Well, right, you want to do the best and for your
0: kid, but at the same time, you, you know, that's a lesson learned.
1: No, I, for me, it's a no-brainer. Okay, I would say. I'm not going to help you. You know what to do. You have to get to good grades. I've been telling you this since you've been in kindergarten, and you haven't been listening to me. <laughs> um, and and that, this is my biggest pet peeve in the world today, are the parents make excuses for the kids, and they wonder why nobody's working. Yes, the stimulus money does come into play, but how many parents we get in here, they come in for an application for their son or daughter that it's not even with them, They tell me their schedule of how they have to go to the lakes and how they have to play baseball and soccer and this. And then I respond with, ma'am, I don't think your son or your daughter has the time for a job. And they go, oh, no, he's got to work or she's got to work. Well, you know, and then and and they say it, you know, school's harder. Everything is harder to these parents for their kids. It just seems that way. And I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't think it is. We all went to high school, we all went to college, we all worked. So I don't understand why these kids can't work or why their parents keep coming up with these reasons why they can't work. I have friends of mine, their daughter gets married and, they, and the daughter still has their gas card. What, what it's, well, it's not that much. It, I, it's not a question about the money. Right. Why do these parents feel the need to make, like to pave the way? when these kids are capable of getting Nobody good grades. Nobody paved the way for us. No. We, and, we walked uphill both ways with no shoes up. Yeah, I know. And, and you know, and came and came down the air as with crutches. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's like the parents just want to pave the way. And the kids expect the parents to pave the way, you know, and we never expected. I never did. I knew my parents couldn't afford Anything. And I never asked them for nothing because I I wouldn't want to put them in a position. But what that lady did, I'm glad she went to prison because, you know what, you did something wrong. And yes, your good intention. Yes, it was a good intention. And you thought everybody else does it. And and why not? I could afford it. But see, that is the bad problem, because then then the point is, if you could afford it, you should be able to do anything if you could afford it then.
0: Right. Right. No. Right. <clears throat> and that's basically how I thought you'd answer that question.
1: Yeah. I just I just love it. How their parents just make everything so easy on their kid? But then but, you know, in the end, they complain about their children. Oh, they don't know this. They don't know that. Or they I mean, I I asked a girl to put a stamp on a letter yesterday and she said, where does it go? I mean, is, is everyone just do email, am I the yeah, only one that yeah. sends out no, a, a yeah. stamped letter? But, and then, I'll, mean, I'll, I'll tell you, honest to God's truth, then the one girl said, wait, you told her that yesterday. And I, as I'm telling you today, I've always heard. Now, I'm a dinosaur, okay, yes. I didn't grow up with computers like they did, but I don't understand why all these 19 and 20-year-olds know nothing about Microsoft. They know nothing about Excel, nothing about Word. I'm teaching them, I-, I couldn't run, I was in shock. I'm like, why don't you just copy and paste and highlight that, sort by this, they had no clue. So I don't know what they're teaching them in school about computers like I always heard that they were, yeah. because you talked to, you know, I don't want to mention their names, but I'll point them out to you tomorrow, But they know nothing about Microsoft. Well, that's an indictment it, on the school. System. I mean, isn't it Microsoft? It's on every computer. What What else could they be learning? But they do know how to text on their phone. They know the iPad. If you show them the iPad in the register, yes, they are much quicker. But if you ask them to do skills on the computer, like Clay is very good, you know. Yeah. But every but none of these younger people. So I don't know what they're learning in school that. You know, how they keep saying, oh, they grew up with a computer. They're so good at it. And then you hear these parents, my five-year-old does anything on the computer. What, turn it on? I don't know what they're doing because they're certainly not doing Excel. They're not doing Word. No. <laughs> but I thought that was, like, almost basic. Like, right. like we grew up, uh, you know, in high school taking, like, accounting, and we're doing this. I know if, um, if I had a son or a daughter, they would be working in this company oh, yeah. every summer. And I would not be like these parents who say, oh, I don't want my son to follow in my footsteps. I want him to branch off and do his own thing. No, you can do all that, but you're working for me during the summer. You're going to make my life easier when you get out of college and you get on your own feet. You could do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? But, um, But so many, I mean, I remember my own cousin saying the same thing. Oh, I don't want my kids to take after me. I mean, this is you know, a hard business. I'm like, you're not digging ditches. You're not laying asphalt. You're in, you're You got a successful, good company. You, you should welcome your kids to have interest in your company and hopefully they do. Mm -hmm. But I do give that credit to, uh, you know, our good friend out there in Ohio because, uh, he has his son helping him into business from, he would make his son go to school in a suit. I mean, go to, go to the company in his suit and tie and, and had his own little office and he'd color and stuff just, but he, but they, all the workers would say hello to him. He intermingled with everybody. And I think it was good, good training, you know, and it was great training. (laughs) And, um, he's all set for the son to take over, even though the kid's very young and he's going to school, but he's, but he's been grooming him, you know, and if the son takes a different direction in life, I'm sure it's not going to you Know, kill the father just that he's got a, a place there in a very successful company, and dress, you know,
0: dress for the job you want, and yeah. You got,
1: but um, yeah, like me, I started off in the warehouse and I'm still in the warehouse. Oh well, what are you gonna do? Now you own the warehouse <laughs> now, <laughs> I own, yeah, that's, that's even worse. <laughs> All right, well,
0: today's the 26th, we'll do a couple more of these,
1: uh, yes,
0: we'll report back in a, a few days. While we're out here, we're gonna do some.
1: We're gonna do some unboxing too, yes, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. We'll we're do gonna, that yeah, we're gonna unbox like uh, I don't know. We'll get some stuff at, at uh, Jewel or at the uh, at Walmart <laughs> we'll or something. Some you know, just unbox. Yeah, we'll unbox some like chicken or unbox uh-huh. something. Yeah, because um,
0: you can't even get Gatorade these days. No, That's, uh,
1: look at look at you're looking at like four four rims up there on the. You're looking at you're looking at yeah, yeah. Uh, you're looking at uh Pepsi uh pallets there. Right. and you got four rims up there. Uh some old um, Yeah, you got racking. some old racking and shelving here. A bunch
0: of boxes uh, up there, I don't know what's Yeah, a bunch
1: of boxes up there, you know, but you don't what you don't see in this building, you don't see any fireworks. Isn't that it's amazing. You don't see nope. any fireworks, you nope. know. But it is what it is. Um, But once again, we are fully stocked here at Star Fireworks, and uh, we hope that everyone comes in and sees us.
0: The retail store looks pretty good. No, the
1: retail store looks great. And uh, we got some backup merchandise that we hoarded for ourselves because, you know, Steve says you can't sell everything because he knows how I am.
0: Pauline was very upset.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she didn't get her order the no, right way, and she, no. she had some damages and stuff. She and, wanted a uh, mob
0: madness. I called her today. I said, "There's like eight of them in the in the showroom."
1: Yeah. She's yeah. like, "Oh, he's killing me." Yeah, I know. It was. Um, yeah, it's really. Um, yeah, but they. Yeah, and then we. And this is the first time we told all the wholesalers you cannot pull anything off our floors because you know they would come in here. We had wholesalers come in here, buy off our floor and pay full retail because they still need it they're short and we i said well i can't stop them from paying full retail you know well, no, what i mean of course not. so um but and we even even at that we gave them a limit because that's not fair for them to come in here and buy everything at full retail before our customers can even come in so right. we did uh we we even controlled them on that <laughs> so yeah we're just you know we're trying to make everybody happy keep everyone going but you know and and i'll tell you what the the sad part is even though we're not as busy the office has had it very hard because they have to make all these phone calls, call these people. There's nothing to sub it with. They don't understand. We'll just sub my order with we don't have nothing to sub it with, you know. Right. And right. we had a big discussion on do we take it off their back order? Do we leave it on? Customers say, no, leave my back order on. But then that screws up our whole inventory system. So it's just been a nightmare. So there's a, a lot of extra work for nothing and no and no way of generating income and that's the saddest part about this year and i know everyone else in the business is feeling it going through it
0: after such a good Um, year last year
1: yeah that's why i say all the 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 great year we had last year all we're doing now is paying for uh this year now what we made last year we're going to lose way more this year and that's the sad part yeah you know but what are you going to do
0: Live to fight another day.
1: Yep, that's for sure. All right, we will talk to everyone real soon. Yep. It's been a good one.
0: That's a master of rockets going off.
1: Yeah, that's so nice. Couldn't get those either. One of the best cakes ever. Best label ever. Yeah, yeah, really nice label. Yeah. Please disperse. <laughs>